Yeah, it's delaying the inevitable to to uh, try and add these teams to the conference. I uh, I don't think the Big Twelve is doing itself any favors at all. I think uh, I think uh, it's well. I mean, I guess it is just because they don't want to die, but it's it's just not gonna it's not gonna do anything for them really. All right. Now, going to get into the college football playoff prediction. All right, who I think the number one seed will be is Clemson. It's not a surprise, I know, but that's the unfortunate thing about this whole college playoff prediction thing is really it's going to be tough to get too wild with it. I I hope you'll like my prediction, but uh, yeah, it's it's tough to get too wild with it. Really, the only question is Alabama or Georgia. And for me, I'll get into who I chose there soon. Uh, Clemson, to me, though, will be the one seed. And that's because they actually only have one tough game on their schedule. And that is against Georgia in a neutral site to start the season. And I think Clemson is going to be able to pull out the win there. I do. I think they're just a little bit more experienced, particularly where it matters. Well, I think they got the better talent where it matters at quarterback with DJ Uyagalole, and I think uh, they're going to pull out the win week one. And then after that, it's smooth sailing for George, or for Clemson. It's a really fucking easy schedule. There's there's no challenges on that thing. I mean, it's it really is a cakewalk. The only the only way they lose is if they get battered by injury or if they just they just end just I walk into a game completely unprepared, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Davos when he's got his teams under control, he they play well. And I I think again with such an easy schedule, I think it's very likely they'll be undefeated heading into the college football playoff, and that will make it very easy for them to be the clear cut one seed. I uh I uh, think, uh, yeah, they're 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 just. I think they just having the easiest path is really what makes it so easy. And a couple stats on Clemson, just to give you a view on where they were last year, in terms of Football Outsiders FEI rating, which is a measure of a the per possession advantage a team would be expected to have on a neutral field. In terms of FEI, overall FEI rating, Clemson ranked third. In terms of offensive FEI, they ranked 11th. And defensive FEI, they ranked third. In terms of pro football focus grade overall, they ranked 12th. Offensively, they ranked 21st. And defensively, they ranked 13th. They bring back nine starters on defense and three starters in the offensive line. That's good for this offense as they got Justin Ross and Joe Engata on the outsides at right receiver. And DJ Uyagalale again at quarterback. He's an incredible talent. I think he's going to have a huge year. And having nine starters back on defense is is a huge thing because I think they, 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 they were already pretty damn good last year. I think they can be even better this year, and especially with that offense, it's scary to think what this Clemson team could look like. 
I really do think they could be scary. And the fact that they have a cakewalk schedule again, that just makes it even more scary. And then after them, that actually leads me to who I have winning the SEC. And I do think we're going to get an upset this year. I think we're going to get Georgia in the playoff over Alabama. I think Georgia, outside of losing that opening game to Clemson, I think Georgia's going to win every other game on their schedule. And I think they'll beat Alabama in the SEC championship. I really do. I believe in this team. They have guys like Kyrus Jackson and Darnell Washington on their uh, in terms of their pass catchers. Kyrus Jackson, a wide receiver, Darnell Washington at tight end, and then they just have in general what many believe is the most loaded receiver group in college football. So that's always a great thing to have. And then J.T. Daniels at quarterback. That's a great option to have. And they have Todd Monken running the offense. I think that's a very good thing to have, too. He's going to help them air it out and have an aggressive passing game this year. And I think they'll be able to put the points up in bunches to complement their defense. And their defense, it it that takes a hit in terms of uh, personnel. They only bring back four starters from a great unit. But Kirby's smart. He knows how to coach up defense, so I'm not too worried there. And plus, again, I think their offense will complement their defense in a way where it just where it's it's going to just it's going to play out beautifully. Some stats on Georgia in terms of their overall FEI, they rank 12th. In terms of offensive FEI, they rank 26th. In terms of defensive FEI, they rank 12th. In terms of Pro Football Focus grade, they were tied for fourth offensively they were 15th and defensively they were second okay so again great on defense and their offense was pretty solid too and so I think with a full offseason to actually work together as a team I think they're going to be loaded and I think they can give Alabama the challenge they need especially because Alabama's bringing in a brand new offensive coordinator and Bill O'Brien they lose Steve Sarkeesian and I think that is something that needs to be brought paid attention to. And I think that difference is what allows Georgia to take the conference this year. I really do. That and Alabama's losing a few other big pieces of its offense. But I think that's, again, just it's set for Georgia or somebody else to take it in the SEC. But Georgia's obviously the most likely. And then... After Georgia, I have Oklahoma. Yes, the Sooners, and this is again where it's it's un, it's unfortunately boring with the college football playoff predictions, just because we know Oklahoma is going to be in it. We knew Clemson, we knew Alabama, or somebody from the SEC. It's it's unfortunately the state of college football. But yeah, Oklahoma, they're going to be in it as well. Oklahoma, they have a chance to be undefeated as well just because they they don't have a very hard schedule being in the Big 12 and their Iowa State game is at home this year. Iowa State's a very tough game and that's one that they definitely want to be sure that they aren't looking past them or thinking too highly of themselves out in that game just because Iowa State's a great team. And they're more than capable of giving them them uh, trouble. In terms of Oklahoma, they got a couple stats on them. Their overall FEI score was tied for fourth. 
or I'm sorry, was fourth. Their offensive FEI was 19th. Their defensive FEI was 7th. In terms of their pro football focus grade, they were tied for fourth overall. Offensive FEI, they were fourth. In terms of defensive, or I'm sorry, in terms of uh, that, in terms of just their offensive PFF grade, they were fourth. In terms of defensive PFF grade, they were 26th. And for Oklahoma, they bring back nine on D and three on their OL as well. And then when you got guys like Marvin Mims and Theo Weiss to throw t- for Spencer Rattler to throw to, it's 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 a very fun combination. And I think the Sooners have it. And, I, I, and that's the thing the Sooners want to do is they want to figure out how to get past the hump of being able to get into the playoff but not be able to make it to the national championship is this the year for Oklahoma? I don't think so, especially if they would have to play Georgia because I, I just think Georgia's a better team than Oklahoma. Or if Oklahoma ended up playing Alabama, I think Alabama would probably end up beating them. But I, I, I think Oklahoma's, again, I think they're at a point where they're close, but I just don't think they're ready to actually make it to the next step and actually be a real uh college football playoff champ or a national champion. I'm not I'm not a believer that they're there yet. That's just not in my opinion where they are. And then my final team, not so surprising again, it's Ohio State and it's fucking disgusting to me, but yes, they are going to be back despite losing a few pieces especially like Justin Fields at quarterback. That's a big loss, but C.J. Stroud should replace him, him nicely. I, I, I don't think you should be too worried there, especially with Ryan Day still being head coach and running the offense. And Ohio State, in terms of their stats from a year ago, in terms of overall FEI rating, they were fifth. Offensive FEI, they were third. Defensive FEI, they were 46th. In terms of PFF grade, they were tied for fourth. In terms of offensive grade, they were fifth. Defensive grade, they were 14th. They bring back three on their offensive line and five on defense. I, I, uh, I mean, that's they they could bring they could have used to have some more guys back on defense, but. The way their offense is going to play, it, it shouldn't matter. They should be able to be a very high-scoring, potent attack on offense. And I, I think that's going to really be what allows them to probably go 12-0, and maybe only have a loss entering the playoff. I, I really think that uh, Ohio State's in for a good year year and it's again there's not really anyone to appropriately challenge them in the Big Ten in my opinion and when they got guys like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson for CJ Stroud to throw to it's it's gonna be just it's gonna be ridiculous it's 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 I it's again it's it's it disgusts me to see but that's just it's just what's gonna happen I I can tell that's how the playoff is going to set out. And then as far as those being the matchups, because I do think we're going to get another Clemson-Ohio State battle, another chapter to that rivalry. And I do think Clemson would win. I do think Clemson goes back to the national championship this year. I, I'm a believer that DJ Uyagalale is going to get the team there. 
and then I believe Georgia would beat Oklahoma. And then in a Clemson-Georgia rematch, which would be fun, because they get to play at the beginning of the year, and how nice would it be to see them play at the end of the year as well. And I personally think we're going to see Clemson knock off Georgia and spoil their season. And for Georgia, I know that would be just heartbreaking. But because they've lost one national title already with Kirby Smart, but I, I see it happening again. I'm sorry, Georgia fans, but I I don't think your team's got this. I really don't. And yeah. All right. Thank you. That thank you for listening. That's today's show. And here's the glorious thing is we're a week away exactly from NFL football. How fucking great is that? A week away from NFL football and all next week we'll have two sh- two great shows next week covering the action of what happened the first week of college football action and preparing you for the first week of NFL action. It's going to be great. Got two great podcasts coming next week on Tuesday and Thursday. You're going to be excited for them. And as always, check out our great written written articles on uh, the website basementsportsandentertainment.com. It's the word and, not the symbol. Um... Yeah, check it out. Tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, give us feedback. Follow us on Twitter at BasementSAE. And our Twitch channel is, of course, at BasementSAE as well. And, uh, yeah, go ahead, uh, tell people, and, uh, yeah, enjoy your night. Due to an error, we we had the first part of this podcast is only available on the Twitch feed. Sorry for the inconvenience.